Hey everyone, before we begin the episode, we'd like to acknowledge that this podcast is being recorded on the unceded lands of the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and celebrate the stories that they continue to bring to life today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. I loved it. Um, this is. <laughs> we should play it underneath this. Um, this is a podcast where we look into the natural disasters of the film industry. A wink, wink. AKA mediocre cinema, and we, you know, we rummage through the mess and we try to salvage some good old nuggets to make ourselves and you, our audience, feel better. I'm one of your hosts, Kayla Havel. I'm I'm the other host, Katie Nethercat. That felt pre-prepared, and I'm so impressed. I I did my little bit of homework. Oh my which god, which was just to write a couple sentences. Because otherwise, you know what happens when I try to improvise? <laughs> I get I go on too long. I mean, it happened here, <laughs> but it get, turns into a hot mess. And I when I don't prepare, I use analogies that don't make mm. any sense. <laughs> What was the one about the kitchen? I said we dive into a hot soup and there's croutons and you're like, I, uh, perfect, we yep. move on. I'm in. You know I'm always in. I will always support you. I will Sorry. always say yes. Thank you. You're a real S-ander. Uh, yes-ander. S-ander? And an like S-ander that. too. S-ander. And an S-ander to you all. Um, all right. Great start. Mm. This is actually, I loved Rock it in case solid. you forgot. Um you forgot what I said 10 minutes ago. Mm. Uh, this week, last week, I challenged Katie to watch Pompeii uh, uh, 2014. Can't stop, won't stop. Oh. Um, it's a 2014 film. I didn't know it existed or maybe in like somewhere deep in, in, in my memory, mm. far, far away, I realised that it was like Kit Harrington's next big thing after yeah. Game of Thrones. I think the reason why I didn't know it really existed was I didn't get on the Game of Thrones bandwagon until mm. um, 2019 mm. when I forced myself to <laughs> watch it before I went away to Europe. I And it was a real struggle. I Wow. It was hard. Why I, did well, you do that? I couldn't even that? watch it for enjoyment. Why did you I force yourself? <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm the type of person who once I get into, like once I have a thought, mm. sometimes that thought really sticks and then I have to do it. Some mm. call it an obsession. Um, I like to call it inspiration mm. <laughs> and <Okay>. goal setting. <laughs> goal setting behavior. <laughs> I, so, so I've recently yeah. unlocked something that I think you might find useful and it's called mm-hmm. um, not watching things you don't want to watch. Oh and it's God. where you give yourself permission, even if everyone culturally is talking about something. If you're not yeah. into it, guess what, baby? You don't have to watch it or read that. it. I, it goes for books too. The amount of books that I've started not vibed with and then felt oh guilty God. about. Nah, man. Just go to go to Goodreads, <laughs> read a oh, summary, just... read a bit of discussion, find someone mm-hmm. who validates how you felt about the book and why you stopped reading, and then you just put that yep. away forever. Katie, I wish I'd heard this wisdom um, when I was in you. Like eight seasons because ago. Eight seasons ago. No, no, no. Because I did I did it with Game of Thrones. I also did it with a book series. Oh, no. And I was in Europe and I'd finished it. And it was The Wheel of Time. Oh. And that's like, uh, that's like 13 fucking books and they're huge. Oh, my God. And I fucking hated it. I loved the fantasy, but I just... Truly, I switched off mm. because the author, not um, Robert Jordan, not mm. the Brandon Sanderson who took over when Robert Jordan passed away. Mm. Robert Jordan hates women. 
and oh. it is so clear in his writing. Oh. All of the female characters are nags. They're or either oh. nags or sexy. Yeah, and truly, the only it's two, the worst. The only two the only versions two. of women. Yeah, mm. which is accurate. No, obviously, it's awful. <laughs> Everyone knows I'm a nag. Um. <laughs> Nag, nag, nag. But that was like, that was me. I, again, I started reading mm. the series and I couldn't stop. It and sucks I wish like that. I'd, I'd heard that. Yeah. When you like, when you find a book or a movie or something and you're like, you're doing all right, you're enjoying a lot of it. And then you just like realize something. And it's often mm. the depictions of women. And you're like, huh. Uh, oh, see. damn it. I can't. Yeah. I, can't, I, I was about to say, this. I can't read it anymore. But apparently, you read 13 books of it. So I can't my believe I punished myself. <laughs> Catholic guilt, the Catholic guilt <gasps> in me. Um, anyway, it's we didn't punish ourselves with uh, this week's movie, Pompeii, <laughs> no. that's for sure. Um, it's a 27% on the uh, tomato meter mm. and a 34% audience score. So okay. similar, similar values yeah. from all our peeps. Um, it's rated PG-13. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not going to ask you what PG stands for because we're just both going to say pretty good, I've decided. Um, True. The, <laughs> it's PG-13 because there's disaster-related action, brief mm. sexual content, and intense battle scenes. Mm, my goodness. Um, Cue me which, wondering yeah. what the brief sexual content was. Me too. I am honestly trying to remember. I don't actually. Um, hmm, I don't okay. think there was. Hmm, sure. Did somebody show, did somebody like show an ankle or something? Yeah, that is, that's got to be it. Um, the genre is action, history, drama, adventure, mm. which is it's a lot of genres. Yeah, it's a lot of things. I was like, it's a lot. That's a lot to take I, in. I read one that also had romance thrown in there as well, and I'm like, okay, so funny. sure. I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> um, the romance between Kit Harrington's character and the volcano. Um, God, the tension. <laughs> the tension um directed by paul ws anderson which when i first read i thought it said wes anderson and i got very scared i was like absolutely not i refuse i want to see a wes anderson disaster movie so bad so bad wouldn't that just be the fucking best incredible uh produced by jeremy bolt paul uh wes anderson um robert Coltzer. <laughs> Uh, Don Carmody and written by Janet Scott Batchelor, Lee Batchelor, and Michael Robert Johnson. Okay. Uh, yeah, runtime of one forty-five, which is pushing it for it us. It was <laughs> it was healthier than I was expecting. When you'd said Pompeii, yeah. and I was like, "It's an epic, like historical disaster yeah. movie." I was like, "It's gonna it's be like over two hours." I was yeah. preemptively a little upset, and then I put it on, and it was like, "Yeah, hour forty-five or whatever," and I was like, "Okay, stunning. We love okay. this." Okay. Yeah. Because, like, once the disaster happens, bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, over. we didn't have a Titanic over situation AH. where you have, like, the first hour is about the romance yeah. and then the second hour is about... Uh, Titanic might even Sick. be longer than that. I don't know. It's a very long movie. I think... Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Don't watch the Titanic ever again, folks. It's too long. Um, it's it's starring Kit Harrington as Milo. <laughs> Ridiculous. I Such a cute Why name. Why is his name Milo? <laughs> Milo. <laughs> uh, Emily Browning as Cassia. Uh, Adewale Akinyoe uh, Agbaje as Atticus, oh, who we love. Absolutely. Um, Karen, Kareen Ann Moss, sorry, as Aurelia. Jared Harris as Severus. Is it Severus. Kareen? I thought she was Karen Ann Moss. It, oh, maybe it is Karen Ann, and I've just put an N in there. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God for you. It's not Kareen Ann, it's Karen. Could you imagine that if makes it was Kareen Ann and we've been talking about like the Matrix and everything she's ever been in and we've been getting and it wrong like, this whole time? It's one of those things where somebody's like she said her name to the public and people were like, oh, Kareen, and now she's like, it, it's gone too far. It's, I yeah. can't. I'm in too I deep. can't correct them. I'm in too deep. Uh, <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss as Aurelia. Jared Harris as Severus. Kiefer Sutherland as Corvus. <laughs> Lol. Jessica Lucas as Aradane. Aradane. Ariadne? Ariadne, thank you, because my <laughs> messy little fingers do not type properly and I've written Aridane, which is the worst name. Um, we'll just call her J- Jessica Lucas. Yeah. Um, it's wild cast, Kiefer Sutherland, we love. We'll get into Kiefer. We'll get into the Kiefer of it all a little <laughs> bit sure later will. on. But for now, I'm going to share a little summary with you. Please. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Stunning. Okay, so... <clears throat> In 79 AD, 
Pompeii, a bustling port city, stands in the shadow of Mount Vesuvius. Milo, Kit Harrington, a former slave, is a gladiator who has caught the eye of Cassia, Emily Browning, a wealthy merchant's daughter. However, their difference in social status is not the only obstacle to their love. Cassia has been promised to Corvus, Kiefer Sutherland, a corrupt Roman senator. When the eruption of Mount Vesuvius <laughs> rains lava and ash down on the city, Milo races to save her before it's too late. So, like, <laughs> not actually inaccurate in terms of the plot, but I feel like it's giving a lot more depth to the relationship between Milo and Cassia than the film remembers to. Truly. There's a couple of brief looks, y'all. Spoiler alert, a <laughs> couple of brief looks. Some horse taming. Definitely some horse taming. Maybe the sexual, like a brief sexual scene was them riding on horseback because that was a bit sexy. <laughs> it was a bit sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, we're getting too excited. Let's get into our reviewers. Yes. Um, we're getting into our critics first, as always. And I will preface that the good reviews were very similar to the bad reviews. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so this was, this was like a good review apparently. Um, it's from Mark Commode mm-hmm. from UK Observer, and mm-hmm. they've said rubbish, then laughable rubbish, often more with it than at it. <laughs> so that's, okay, I, I, that's I appreciate my... that vibe from Mark. Yeah, I think. Do you know what though? I. I am sort of on side with Mark. Mm. I didn't laugh a lot, but the fact that this is a good, quote-unquote, mm. good review and he's calling it laughable rubbish and just using the word rubbish is kind of where we're at. Like, Because we love the rubbish. Yeah, Mark gets it. Just because something's rubbish doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Mark. Mm. Um, this next one is from Ellen L. McCarr from the MacGuffin. Uh, They've said, you know you have a problem when you start rooting for the mountain to win. Which is very funny to me. Spoiler, going in, Um, we know the mountain wins. We know the mountain wins, y'all. It's a historical event. Um, Sorry, continue, continue. It happened. (laughs) This one is from Marian Johansson Mm. from Flick Philosopher. They've said, instantly forgettable, but more than passable as a diversion. Solid Mm -hmm. B-movie cheese that's like Titanic light meets gladiator light. Accurate. I don't disagree. (laughs) A very accurate summary. Like, thank you, Marianne. I feel like the right people have been put on to review this movie. They're not wanting it to be anything it isn't. (laughs) No, exactly. (laughs) Truly. Like, this time we're kind of on side with the critics Yeah, this Um, is new. I don't know if I like it. I know, it's strange. It's weird. It's like wearing new shoes. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) it tastes yucky. Um... This one, these are now, we're on to our audience, which again, very similar. Our besties. Um, This one made me laugh. This is from Jens S. They've said, let's start with the positive. No, just the positive. Um, The movie looks great. The visuals and effects really work. Little else does though. (laughs) Ooh, okay. Bit rough. Woof. Brutal. Audience have a lot more freedom to like really you know, twist the knife, they don't they? They do. They get a bit brutal. Brutus, is there something yeah. in there? I don't. Yeah, the Brutus lulls. <laughs> I tried and I made it worse. I love that you um, tried though. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a yes and then no because I just ruined the game. Um, yes, this full next stop. One is... <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> End of sentence. Um, this one is from one of our regulars, Christian C. Um, and this one is, the volcano ain't the only disaster vying for screen time in this blockbuster of a flick. Ooh. <laughs> and I just want to say, like, am I right? Like, hey. I just imagine Christian C being like, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Um, we've got our last one. This is from, it's it's a longer one, so bear with. It's okay. from Himura K. And they've, so, they've said, We all have heard of Pompeii. It's a catchy story. I'm talking about the historical event, though. Not this waste of time. There is absolutely no story going on. There is an unfortunate gladiator, and towards the end, they try to run from the volcano. That's it. I wish the sketch was better. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> did he refer, or did they refer to the disaster as a of catchy, as a catchy event? It's a catchy okay. Event. I maybe hey <laughs> maybe devil's advocate. They meant like literally catchy because the lava caught the ash caught a lot of people in its wake. That's gotta be it. Let's go to no, very yeah. catchy. Let's have a bit literally of caught them frozen. <laughs> Awful, awful. <laughs> this is absolutely tragic. Um, I, Katie, okay, so th- <laughs> those were our reviews from our audience critics. Mm. We will t- confuse the two groups today because today, they were very it's messy. similar. It's messy. It's in a there. messy one. Messy like Pompeii, I would say. <laughs> um, but not everybody. So sorry. Not everybody feels the same way. Um, and again, there is always one person that I want to know how they feel. I want to know what you thought, Katie. Um, well, actually, it was such a catchy event that I loved it. I went up an octave in excitement. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I mean, I loved what you just did. And then I also yeah. obviously loved the loved. movie. I mean, yeah. you know me. I fucking love a disaster movie. It doesn't oh, even God. matter that much. Like, just feed me the disaster. And then you throw in, like, a historical period. Obviously, I'm oh, there. Nom, Obviously, nom, I'm nom, there. Nom, nom. Um, Duh. Yeah. Look, I will say, I think this movie did something very clever. And I said mm-hmm. this to uh, Ollie as we were watching the film. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a movie made for the ladies it is a movie made oh. for the ladies but Hello, ladies. It, is, it is made it's a date night movie all right yeah so it's a movie made for the ladies in terms of it's like uh. kit harrington game of thrones hot yes. boy there's all these like um of the straight ladies obviously is what i'm, I'm referring yeah. to here when i say the ladies it's in that yeah. awful uh, heteronormative filthy, marketing but for the 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 male attracted persons of mm-hmm. of the world is who this movie's made yeah. for, because um, uh, you yeah you've got half naked Kit Harrington you've got yeah. a romance for n- no reason, um, <laughs> and then I just feel like the marketing and like all of it is like but there's action in it too so bring yeah. your uh, husband please bring your boy yeah bring- totally it's like it just so felt <laughs> i could feel the marketing building this movie and being like this is a date night movie so we've got oh my hot God, lads totally. hot lads and then we also have like some action i i think I, you're so correct and i also <laughs> think the clever thing about this is you could do that in reverse. Oh. So you could target it to the fellas and be yeah. like, fuck yeah, boom, big explosion, <laughs> la, la, la. And then like the side story of like, bring along your lassie because mm. there's a little bit of romance in there. Mm. Because we know ladies love love. They love love. I, I agree. And I think that that is how they do like a lot of these kind of movies, right? Because someone mm-hmm. will have like a wife that they're trying to find or something. Yeah. And the I just f- I fully feel very strongly and I feel like there was a woman's name in the writing team here that this movie there was, was yeah. It was made for the for the ladies um, because yeah. they talk about their feelings, um, and there's this so like cross class romance. Da, 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 da. Oh, it was just Which I don't even we know all the like words. Fantasize about oh, it's God. all fetishized. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't even have the words to describe it. But it, I truly, when watching it, I was like, oh, this has been made for for women or for the thing. For people who think Kate Harrington is hot. For, yeah, for, for like couples on a date night. Yeah, exactly. totally. I mean, I'm just thinking like imagine if 1914 was like marketed <laughs> like that. Like this. Oh Can't God. imagine it. Can't imagine no. it. It's not a date night movie. <laughs> unless, you know, that's a platonic, platonic <laughs> night movie. <laughs> oh, Jesus No romance Christ. whatsoever. Um. <laughs> Great. I it's so funny because you're so right in terms of, <laughs> you know, it's for the men and for the the ladies. Mm. Um because like the opening text was very interesting to both Jordan and I. Mm. It was like so they were talking about the night that it exploded or whatever the fuck, yeah. the Pompeii, like Vesuvius <laughs> exploded, sorry. Um and the line goes this you could hear the screams of women. <gasps> 
the wail of infants and shouting of men. Because men famously men don't, don't scream, cry. Yeah. <laughs> men don't cry. They shout. They just shout. They get angry. Um, women scream, but the men, they just shout. And I was, it was just like I was ready. I knew what I was in for. Perfect. Absolutely. That was you know, my first notice good show. Well. We are in for a good show when that shit happens. <laughs> the best. We are in for gender stereotypes, friends. Hi-oh. We love it. We I will say, to be fair, this is a quote from uh, Pliny the Younger who recorded the events. Um, yes, so, absolutely. But we are reproducing the gender stereotypes it's, that Pliny it's wrote. Hist- so. It's a historical fact, y'all. <laughs> Don't come after us. Yeah, actually, men um, weren't able to cry until 2002, Mm. actually. Truly. Um, Little known fact. Little, like, no tear ducts, no tears. No tears for them. Were you expecting this film to start um, not in Pompeii? Because I was ill-prepared for this. Got got a bit confused. I was like, but where's Pompeii? I, I knew... Mm. where Pompeii was mm. and I know where Pompeii is but as mm. soon as this movie started I was like am I wrong I know I was like why is, is everyone Celtic why are we why are we doing it here and I just like the first 10 minutes I was like is this just to show us that Kit has like a British accent yes is this just for that yes and is so the answer <laughs> Like, could have been done in a sentence. Could have been done in a sentence, you know? <laughs> could was, have started so in Pompeii funny. and he's been yeah. uh, a gladiator slave for years. Like, for years. Did we and he just to... starts talking. No, instead we get a dramatic, uh, oh awful God. backstory. Massacre. Yeah, it's pretty intense. I was sitting there, I know nothing of this period of history. Um, yeah. And Ollie's next to me just like, giving off facts and being like, yeah, yeah. this will have happened here. Da, 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 da. And I was just like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> it's pretty bleak. Do I need to pause and read Wikipedia <laughs> to be able to enjoy this film? And the answer is no. No, no you, don't. you don't. You don't need that if, extra info. If that's what's stopping you from watching this film, <laughs> hear it first from like from us. You don't need to learn anything no, about history. No, you don't need to, to know anything. No. All you need to know is that, yes, love and romance did exist back mm. then too. <laughs> Do you like Kit Harrington's abs? If yes, I, you yes. probably enjoy the movie. I thought you were asking me. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have an interesting fact about the abs. Oh, my God, please. I, so I, one of my notes was CGI abs, perhaps. <gasps> Controversial. Yeah, and so, as always, Jordan... Um, goes on to IMBD, IMDB. I always yes. get confused. Database. Whatever it is. Yes. Database. Um, so we were looking into that and we're like, oh, great. This is going to have some fun facts about the movie and history. We're going to learn a little bit. <laughs> no. Basically, the whole thing on that, on that database is talking about the abs and <laughs> Kit Harrington's workout and no. Adewale's workout regime. And it's very sad because, like, he got body dysmorphia from it because of, like, he, yeah, like, legit, it's so hectic. They were working out. He he had to, like, stop. He was apparently working out three times a day, like, seven days a week or something like that. And to get that cut, like, they became Mm. obsessed with it and they had to, like, redo some scenes because they got fitter as the movie went on, oh. as filming went on. So they had to redo scenes and it was just like really messed up. Like, yeah, and too I much. cannot, it's too much. And I don't like, who's responsible for that? It's not the actors. I don't think no. because the pressure's being put on, like, because the fellas and the ladies want to see some hot bods and mm. action. And so the producers are like, we, you need to be as hot as possible. You need yeah. to be as cut as possible. And it's just like, no, and like there's bits where he's wearing like because he's not quite fit, like str- you know fit enough. Mm. Um, he's wearing like a full bodice like when he's wow. fighting. That's yeah, the yeah. reason. Oh, and it just oh. I know sad ab facts, right? That's, this is very sad ab facts, and that also like it's just proof that this movie is not made by the ladies for the ladies this is made for the ladies by men who are imposing what they think is an ideal male stereotype because most people i know that are attracted to men 
um, that's not kind of the ideal situation. I feel like number no. one, emotions. Yeah, um, emotions are good. Emotions, emotions are good. probably number one. And then in terms of like physical appearance, I don't know. I feel like we all like some like it's soft, soft cuddle bug like, boys. Like, yeah. I do, People like can, he, can he hug you? Can he hug you? Do you know what? Right. This is so funny. I, when I was younger, because I was like, I just don't understand why people are attracted to men. Um, this is before I realized I was not attracted. You, yeah, but okay. I interesting, just remember, interesting yeah, thought you know process I mean? for you here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I was just, I just remember thinking, I'm like, you know, my friends would be like, oh my god, that actor is so hot, and they'd have posters up on their wall, mm. and I was like, I don't ever do that. Like, I don't, I never had posters up of people who I loved on my wall or whatever, which is yeah. fine. But like, I always used to think the ones who were like ripped. I just remember thinking, I'm like, if I cut, if I hug them, like they're real sharp, yeah, you know, no, they're going to cut me. I don't, I was mm. just, I was like, no, muscles, no, yuck. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Look, as, as someone who is attracted to men, I feel like they don't give good hugs. I'm sorry. They I'm don't. sorry, fellas, no. if you're super ripped. And it's even funny, at least for me, I know some people are very into the like muscled up look. Um, but for me, uh, you know, I have a bit of a crush on a Chris Evans, right, who mm-hmm. can be a very muscular man. Um, but mm-hmm. if you ask me when I think he looks the most attractive, it is him bundled up in a very big sweater um, we love that. with some unkempt hair. So, like, yeah. no, for the ladies yeah. but not by the ladies. And the sad yeah. abs are here to prove it. Sad ab facts, y'all. <laughs> oh I just... Just be wary that if you're oh. like, that's a hot bod, look onto the database, the IMDB, and just like... Home of sad ab facts. Home of sad ab facts. Oh, my God. Oh my um, God. <laughs> I know. It breaks my heart. Poor kid. Um, so, yeah. like So, we've sort of introed the, the beginning of the film. Do you want to mm. sort of do a brief um, kind of... Act one, act two, act three of, of the whole thing. Um, well, it does kind of follow a bit of the Titanic structure in that it like mm. is setting you up with all of this intrigue. There's a forbidden cross-class love story. Um, there's a awful man who wants to marry the lead lady. Um, wow, Paper. is it Titanic? <laughs> is it Titanic? It's Titanic and Gladiator. <laughs> Um, How that reviewer was correct. It's Gladiator it really Titanic Light. I have not seen Gladiator, but I all I assume is that there's gladiators in it. So. It's true. It's true. Though. And like yeah. some kind of thumbs up, thumbs down moment. Um, so mm-hmm. the thumbs do exist back then. They as do. Well, so. They did yeah. exist. Well done. Um, yeah. I know, the the Cassia is um, the daughter of like the the mayor of Pompeii was my vibe basically yeah yeah um, and she's been staying in Rome and she's like I'm gonna get the fuck out of Rome I don't like it here um, on her way back to Pompeii uh, she has the strangest meet cute with our slave boy which does involve him killing a horse oh um. And she's Which, like, that's hot. Yeah, of all the meet cute like situations, <laughs> watching a man brutally kill a horse with his bare hands, no, wouldn't have been in my top ten. Wouldn't have been in my no. top ten. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. I'm just thinking now, like, what's their? How are they interpreting this romance? Maybe that was a moment of romance for her, and like. I think uh, not to yuck anybody's yum, mm. yeah, like, but I reckon mm. Cassia's into some like <laughs> some pretty dark shit. Yeah, so she like, gives those loves vibes. seeing horses. Yeah, gives those vibes. Loves seeing horses get their necks broken. Loves watching fucking Milo get whipped, <laughs> like fifteen <gasps> lashes, and oh. he didn't even cry out once. And like she was, she loved that. And I was you like, what are you Cassia? doing? What's happening? She's yeah, into babe. it. So that's. Two brief romantic moments that we didn't clock the first time. That's true. Katie. We didn't clock them. So but they're there. the romance, yeah, they're there, and the romance is real. So, um, <laughs> sorry, real continue. They so, because they tell us with dialogue. <laughs> um, anyway, Cassie returns home. Everyone's like, "How was Rome?" And she's like, ah, ah. "She's kind of being coy about it, but obviously some yeah. shit went down in Rome." Um, uh, Milo is just being a good gladiator. I feel like it's a yeah. bit boring. He's he's just the best. He's the best of the boys. Oh um, my god! 
just that oh my god the, <laughs> the moment when we meet Atticus <gasps> okay is wild Atticus coming out of the shadows oh stunning god. um but they're in the same room mm. and literally when they start talking to each other like Milo says what six words before like half an hour into the film when yeah. him and Atticus are in sharing like the same cell and literally their entire conversation is about killing each other mm. like they're just constantly being like yeah well I'm strong and you'll die and then the next one's like well I'm I do this and so you'll die tomorrow you know it's basically that that's and I'm their not entire tell conversation you my name because I'm gonna kill you because you'll die <laughs> it's not it's not worth the words because i say it's, 27 words in the whole movie it's so fucking dull like there is no excitement there is just nothing going on uh, even like when the when they do training in the mm. coliseum the fucking it's it's atticus against milo they're mm. having a fight because they're the two like champions they're the best boys they're the best boys best strongest boys and they're surrounded by a circle of like the other gladiators. Mm. And when they, whenever they do like pull off good moves or whatever the fuck, the gla- gladiators surrounding them just like give light golf claps on their shields. <laughs> like they're, do you remember? I was just like a, a polite little tap 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 tap. There is no like excitement. I didn't feel fired up from like the wicked stunts no. that they were pulling. It was literally like I have to be quiet because I don't want to disturb the players. <laughs> not entertaining no so like whatever (laughs) just uh okay sorry i've just remembered my favorite fact about atticus who i think i think we both just he's our favorite because he was obviously the best um yes yes of course he Um, saved a child he was he was a veteran gladiator slave Mm. who they set up at the start of the movie as being basically one day before retiring like <laughs> it was a one fight before they let him go free and i was like oh so he's gonna die he's um, gonna die truly <laughs> literally looking through the whole cast i was like you're gonna die and you're gonna die and you're gonna die and you're all gonna die <laughs> um and big spoiler for the end of movie all correct everyone died all die everyone did die so I was pleasantly surprised that they all died. Yeah, me too. the summary and like the image of the movie that mm. comes with it, I thought that uh, Cassia and Milo maybe got yeah. out. Didn't get out. They did not. We love it. I genuinely, it. like that, that's one of my diamonds, but I'll discuss it now because we're here, was yeah. the, the kind of downer ending of the movie. And it just... Oh my uh, God, we love it. Yeah, because I kind of felt like it was... Felt a bit weird for me, I won't lie, knowing that this is a real historical event in which people died. Um, yeah. And, like, sometimes just having a brief moment of, huh, okay, actual people did uh, die from this tragedy. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, and so there was a part of me that's like, are we going to get, like, the this couple that, like, love each other and they just met yeah. and they're going to escape? And then they didn't. They um, didn't. And they I didn't appreciated get out, y'all. That. I really appreciate Volcanoes that. are big. Volcanoes yeah. are big. People are small. And I learned afterwards, Ollie was like, I thought they were going to die from the start. And I was like, how? How did you know? Um, and it's a, there's apparently, um, again, I don't know anything about Pompeii history, but there's a yeah. very famous um, pair of yeah. bodies that were mm-hmm. like entombed together called the Lovers. Yeah. Yeah. And Ollie clocked very early that, like, they were pulling all of the big hits of Pompeii facts, and yeah. that's one of them. And he's like, they're going to be here's, the lovers. So Here's one of my diamonds. Oh, my God. Go. Oh, my God. The lovers were not actually female and male. They were two males. Hell, yeah. So I love it because I'm just like, yes, gay, but also <laughs> doesn't have to be they could have just been holding each other for support which i think is very beautiful they didn't find them they found them in a different embrace like holding not kissing so obviously Mm. yeah i'm like literally how can you kiss when it's that hot your lips would be burnt off oh my god it's awful it's you're chapped i don't want to kiss anybody with chapped lips yucky um um um, but they are they did identify them as two like um males yeah. which is really fucking cool love to see I that thought. either way either would rather like, it male ha- yeah. intimacy 
obviously everyone like it's everyone's dying guys how how good would it have been if it was um atticus and milo at the end hugging Mate. and giving each other a kiss Okay, so here it's... Go off. We're jumping around, okay? Yeah. But there's a bit in the movie when Milo and Atticus um, have... Basically, a, a, a volcano erupts. It's very dramatic. Yeah. It erupts during yeah. the, like, gladiatorial battle, whatever. There's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. There's a lot of politics. I don't know. Um, and they basically... <laughs> they get out. They survive. And they're, like, running for the exits. And then mm-hmm. Milo's like... Actually, there's this really hot babe named Cassia that I've locked eyes with um, like three times. A couple of times. I killed a horse in front of her. It was pretty hot. (laughs) It was pretty, the tension, mate. Um, (laughs) And he's like, I've got to go save her. And Mm. I just was like, no, you don't. You don't have any obligation. Just get out. Like you two Mm. have a chance right now. Like you might be able to escape. And honestly, she's probably already dead. And I'm so sorry, yeah. Milo, but that was the wrong call. Um, nice. Truly. Nice of you. But also, like, everyone's dying in these, like, really quick little things that are happening. What makes you think she'd be alive? I know she was yeah. alive, but, like, what makes you think she'd be alive? Well, exactly. Statistically, unbelievable that she was alive. Yeah. Then, like, Atticus is like, well, now I'll look bad, so I have <sighs> to go too. Mm. I hate, like, I hate it when, you know, a friend... Or somebody in my life makes me feel pressured to do a good uh-huh. thing when I just don't want to do yeah. a good thing. I'm just like, no, we're done. we got to go. I don't want to help that person who fell over. I'm busy. <laughs> I have better things to do. I, and they did. Like, survive. <laughs> Um, should um, we, should we, before we get into the disaster of it all, I, I feel yeah. like we breeze past the political thing. Um, yes. Do you want to, do you want to just spend 20 seconds and give a brief summary of... Of the um, political shit that's going of, on. I feel like particularly the Keith Sutherland uh, yeah, oh my God. role. Yes. Okay. So we have Corvus, who is a senator from Rome, and Rome is going to the shits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rome is like going down. It's corrupt. It's disgusting. Um, Cassius spends nearly a year there, leaves because Corvus is like... Why don't you jump in my car? <laughs> He's a bit of a creepo. And Cassius is not interested. She wants to go home to beautiful Pompeii, which is pure and gorgeous. And there's a sea breeze. Mm. Um, and, and hot so, boys who snap horses. And hot legs. boys. And hot boys for hot boy summer. Um, <laughs> and so what happens is uh, Corvus is actually a part of There's a There's a Celtic rebellion is what mm. they've called it. And that may be accurate. I don't know because I don't no idea. know that history. Um, <laughs> which Milo was there and he witnessed his parents getting murdered by um, Patroclus? 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 Thank you. What if we'll we just call him Patroclus? Patroclus. So Patroclus <laughs> is like the Roman champion, like the mm. champion from Rome. Um, and they visit... Pompey to do a deal with Severus who is like the mayor of the town and already you know that Kiefer is like the villain because he's so <laughs> camp he it's honestly it's so funny I adored him because I was like who are you trying to be mm. and he was trying to be Jeremy Irons <gasps> Like, yeah. he was Jeremy Irons' light. Everything about this movie was, like, Something a grab from light. somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, great pick. I truly – I think it was, like, the accent because it was a terrible <laughs> accent. I'm like, so, there was an accent. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, hilarious. Ah. Um, And so what's happening there is, like, Severus is trying to do a deal with Rome, like, to, like – um, he wants to help the town, mm-hmm. like, do better sanitation, create a better coliseum, like – all of this stuff. Mm. Um, and Kiefer Corvus, the senator, is like, yep, yeah, the the Empire doesn't want to do it, but I do. Like, mm. the sorry, the did I say the Emperor? You yeah. did, but I'm following, yeah. Whatever. The Emperor is like, no, no, they, they don't want to do it, but I will. Like, mm-hmm. the, this Roman senator got your back. But he's like, I'll only do it if I get to marry your daughter. And Cassie is like, absolutely not I don't want this <laughs> and so there's a lot of tension we already hate Corvus but love Corvus because he's fabulous and like gives a little bit of life to this film mm. and so as part of like a celebration for him being there for the deal being sort of done 
there is the gladiator like royale so that's like where atticus's last day is Mm. like if he wins he gets he's freed blah 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 but um then (laughs) corvus notices the interest between (laughs) cassia and milo oh my god (laughs) it's so funny and prior to this like milo is brought in to help calm down cassia's horse yes virus who like ran away from the trainer slash stable boy because like the earth is starting mm. to erupt. There are rumbles. The animals are freaking out. And so um, Milo like helps the horse. And then all of a sudden Cassie's like, let's ride, baby. <laughs> and they escape. He's brought back and Corvus is about to kill him. And then Cassie's like, no, don't. That's my boyfriend. Um <laughs> He's going to fight tomorrow. And so Corvus, like, plans to just have him slaughtered. Mm. They do a reenactment of the Celtic um, rebellion Mm. and, like, him and Atticus as well Mm. are fully chained up, like, almost, like, led to the slaughter kind of thing. But they end up winning. (laughs) Corvus is absolutely furious. Like, and, you know, chaos ensues. He just (laughs) continues to be evil throughout the whole whole thing Mm. and it's it's the gosh darn best thing i've ever seen like he Mm. just refuses to die (laughs) as well (laughs) was that uh, like somewhat accurate so beautiful that was (laughs) like transport trans i feel transported is how i feel i also feel like anyone watching a movie could probably just like skip now to an hour in after listening to that two minutes yes and like you'll be fine like you'll be fine because like literally an hour in, an hour and six minutes in, I think it is. That's mm. when the volcano fucking <laughs> finally erupts. That's when I the did. excitement happens. In terms of, um, obviously we've already talked about Kiefer, um, whom yeah. I adored. I adored that performance. Yes. Jeremy so Irons, good. light or heavy, I'm here for it. Um, I'm always here. <laughs> I also, I, I adore Carrie Ann Moss and I also mm. love Jared Harris. So having them both appear as Cassia's parents, I was just like, hello, who is the casting director for this movie? Thank you for making my dreams come true. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. Truly. Like a dynamic duo. As soon as I saw them, I was like, this is going to be good. Like it's always so nice when you have a few actors who you're Mm. like, I enjoy your work. And you're going to make something of this role. Of and they did. Like, oh. Jared, it was really interesting because he wasn't like this weak, sniveling no. man. But he was like, soft. he was also kind of soft and like knew that he was in danger. Yeah. But like also made like the bad, de- like the wrong decisions. It was mm. really nicely played. I I truly loved it. Yeah. There and was like, more depth yeah. to both of them than I think perhaps was warranted. <laughs> Exactly. I know. And that's what it's just like fantastic effort. We love it. Kudos. <laughs> Best parents in the world. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> Truly. We loved it. Oh my God. I just, um, oh, sorry, go. I just looked at one of my notes and I was like, oh, it makes me want to play Age of Empires. That was like, I just, whenever I see this kind of shit and like yeah. see the architecture, I'm just like, let me play that game. Hell I'm yeah. Obsessed. I. <laughs> Love it. I basically, I think I should just have in all of my notes. I'm like, I wish this was a game that I could play. Yeah, <laughs> I'd play the shit out of this game. Um, Truly. just before we exit the like, uh, centered heavy chunk of the movie with all the political yeah. intrigue and the like romance mm. and the eyes and all of that, um, yeah. I did have a solution, um, which I'm very disappointed no one did, which is mm. like. Cassia's so upset when they when they're on the horseback there's a moment mm. when Milo and Cassia are like we could just keep riding like we could both yeah. be free of our pressures and our blah, blah 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 and then um Milo basically decides to give her like to go back mm-hmm. um and then she's like but they're gonna kill you mm. um and to that I say hey babe you're rich AF buy mm. him and set him free <laughs> Get like, what like, are you doing? What is stopping you? You literally could free him. Yeah, truly. So, I love that because <laughs> I 
thought you were going to say, just keep riding. No. And I was like, they haven't packed, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to say. Incredible. So your your solution is so much better <laughs> than mine. Then they have time to pack. They're, then they've got time. Actually, they're to go on a holiday. They would have died anyway. Um, yeah. Are we, are we ready for diamonds? I think so. I hope so. I want it to be so. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm going to go first. I have like three or four. Um, yep. And I, this one's like a tangential diamond from what we were talking about a second ago, which is the mm-hmm. parental characters having way more stuff going on than they needed to, which is yep. Carrie Ann Moss. She's ruthless. Mm-hmm. She's yep. actively scheming, but in like not a not a shitty way, like in a very clever, mm-hmm. she's paying attention to the politics. We love to see it. Yeah. And she is literally dying. And she goes to her <sighs> husband <laughs> and she's like, kill him. Kill mm-hmm. kill Keith literally. Kill him right now. And I'm like, yes, get it. She knows get what she it. wants. Um, that's she's still diamond. like, she's still organizing shit while, whilst dying. And he can't do it. That's like, <laughs> that's where he's like, I mean, you're a little bit weak. I know. Um, stunning. I love it. This is um, one of my diamonds is um, the whole vo- volcano. Like, yes. Yeah. I thought that was epic and tragic, MVP. truly. Like, yeah, it was, I, as soon as like that hit, I was like, oh, this is more than I thought. Like, because yeah. I didn't realize what happens when a volcano erupts. I was just like, oh, lava. Mm. And then you like try to get high enough to not get hit by the lava, but mm. fucking exploding fireballs, the like the ash. Yeah, like, the ash. And like Ooh. the, you know, really terrifying stuff. And then like the tsunami type, mm. like the huge wave that comes in. Uh, it was just chaos. And I was very like swept up in that. Yeah. It was stunning. Love loved to it. see it. Excellent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my, I agree. Don't, don't love, love to, to see it. Don't love to don't, see no, it. But no, love to see. Love it. to see. Mm, yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was one of mine as well. But I have more. Um, Great. Milo, uh, being uh, he's good with horses. Animals trust yeah. him, and that's yeah. that's a green flag. That's a We'd green flag for me. Love to see animals trusting them. Um, yes, because it's a good sign that they won't kill us. Yes. Um, I want, this is a line from between um, Atticus and Milo. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was like very funny. Um, not funny. Okay. Anyways. So Atticus fully shares like, you know, my whole family are dead. <laughs> and then Milo just responds saying, my name is Milo. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, all right, bit late for that, isn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it was very fun. I'm like, there's time. There's a time and the place. You could have just said, I'm sorry to hear mm. that. Mm. But you just said, my name is my this. Name and is- that's not, it's not a gift when somebody's just shared that their no. family is dead. But anyways, no, wild. Uh, um, what's your next one? Uh, I can't believe this didn't come up. Um, oh my, God. my next diamond is the weird Greek chorus of men in <gasps> giant golden head, like, oh, helmet masks, like, t- talking in unison. I, oh it was gosh. so bonkers, and I loved every second of it. Um, and I want, I want them at every event going forward. Um, oh, my God. The way that they, like, the power of that voice to, you know, hit everybody in that Colosseum, stunning. They did their vocal cool. warm-ups. It was so good. Um, my, I said this before, but um, I, my note is, OMG, why won't Corvus give up? <laughs> um, Corvus just refused to die, truly. Absolutely. Like, there were so many times where I was like, yeah, okay, dead Corvus, huru, I can say goodbye to my favorite thing. But just kept popping up and I was yeah. like, this is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, <laughs> he, like, kidnapped Cassia and apparently, like, handcuffs are the, like, were the seatbelts back then because, like, fully handcuffs Cassia onto the chariot and she's just, like, buckled in. And, and I survives just, I a crash. Yeah. It's wild. I cannot believe Because she had a seatbelt on. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, I think that's all of my diamonds. Do you have awesome. any more? I have one more diamond. And Love it's it. about uh, old mate Pat. Who mm-hmm. was Corvus's? Um, I was about to say BFF, but like second in yeah. command, and yeah. it's only because he is the most stereotypically Roman-looking man I have oh ever God. seen in my life. I feel oh like if you like told a computer to three D print 
the most yeah. Roman looking man, it would be that that man. Yeah. And I yeah. just every time I saw him, I was like, "You are so Roman." Just like, oh, oh, I couldn't get over it. He was, yeah, I, it was stunning. It was like that's where history comes into play. That's the only fact <laughs> in this film. <laughs> um, and I loved it. Would you? Stunning. While we while we say goodbye to the uh, incredible event, um, the catchy yes. event that was. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that caught us all, caught our oh, hearts. Would you like a clue for next week? Yeah, I would. Can I just tell you? Because I'm trying to start this new segment. Um, mm. Oh, like I'm the so last... sorry. I'm so no, sorry. Hey, hey, it's no, but it's a nice goodbye because okay. it's the last line. What's the last it's line? It's our final hurrah. Um, cat. Kit says to, um, while the burning library is coming towards them, Kit just says, look at me, just me. And you know what? For a last line as, as they go, like, pretty good. Pretty good. Also the thesis for the for the film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look at Kit. Me. Just Kit. Look at Kit. And, like, that's how it was marketed. Um, yep. Everything. It was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. Oh, <laughs> we love quite it. quite an earnest one to end on. I know. It's Ooh. great. All right, um, give me that clue. Okay, you ready for a clue? I'm not going to draw it out too much. Um, this is for a 2008 movie, and my clue to you is yes. McDreamy's Revenge. Oh, my God. Oh, no. There's a wedding. There's a cuckolding. No, it's it's made of honour. It is made I of honour. I keep saying, oh, my God, thank fuck. I think I said it, like, last time or something, didn't I? It has at last 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oofty goofty. Um, and I'm very excited. So That's stunning. That's worse than this one. Yeah. <laughs> How could um, it be? We've got McDreamy. I know. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love um, it. I'm excited for the revenge. So, as am I. As am I. Um, <laughs> and if you're excited for the revenge, I no, I have no way to tie this. Um, we have social media. You should follow us. We have an Instagram yes. which is at actually I loved it. We have a Twitter which is at AliPod. That's A I L I Pod. We also have a Facebook. Um, there are cobwebs there. And Oops. our mums. Um, <laughs> if you have any suggestions for episodes or movies that we should be checking out, you can send an email to it at Gmail, which is actually I loved it at gmail.com. Um, leaving us cheeky reviews as well is very, very helpful. Always good. Um, Always helpful. Telling your friends, your nan. I know your nan specifically would really love it. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah. I think my nan would genuinely. Yeah, specifically get on it. Um, but yeah, as always. June, where are you? Where are you? Um, <laughs> we'd like to thank Imogen Ziegler for all of her music, which is what you hear on the show. And you can find her stuff on Spotify and Bandcamp. Who Fuck bloody yeah. root? Vesuvius root. Oh, Vesuvius Vesuvius, baby! Was that a bit on the nose? It's, you're chapped. I don't want to kiss anybody with chapped lips. Yucky. Um, um, 